listening to Good Guys Talk Back with your hosts, Nick Morowski and Pat Hester. Follow us on Twitter at Good Guys TV or on Facebook at Good Guys Talk Back. Hey Sox fans, welcome to Good Guys Talk Back, episode 45, uh, Good Guys Wear Black, Good Guys Talk Back. Uh, thank you so much for uh, making us part of your busy holiday schedule. Uh, my name is Nick Morawski, and we have a, a ton of stuff to talk about, and as of about a minute and a half, uh, since we are recording this uh, on Saturday, uh, December 21st in the evening, uh, we've got to talk about some major, uh, major starting pitching news, uh, but uh, let me bring in my co-host. Uh, I'm all kinds of all over the place here, but uh, Pat Hester, welcome. Hey, buddy. How welcome. are you? I'm doing amazing right now. It, uh, it's not every day that you do a podcast mm-hmm. and get breaking news right before you go on the <laughs> I, air. This is fantastic. Oh, I mean, let's let's just, you know, because you know, folks are going to be listening to this podcast, you know, for the next, you know, hopefully... You know, a few weeks until we uh, get another one uh, in, and let, let's just put everybody where we're at right now. You know, we're recording. Um, you know, we made some notes, got some interesting things to discuss, uh, especially with the Gio Gonzalez thing. And then, and then Pat says to me, "I, I haven't followed too much. Anything new happen?" And I said, "Well, there's a couple things that you know uh, Boris has said recently about being invested in some and some heavy negotiations, and then and then you got a text from somebody, yeah, literally, yeah. boom, Dallas Keuchel to the Sox. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, well, you're right, I, I asked you, yeah. kind of, the drive up here, you know, I'm all Christmas all the time right now, Christmas music, so, yeah, sure. not really, uh, have been tuned in as, as much lately, a lot of family stuff today, yeah. uh, pre-holiday stuff, and I just, oh, what's going on, I haven't really, so I open up Twitter, and I, I see a text, and and Keiko to the Sox. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's 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 kind of a, a surreal feeling right now. Yeah. So yeah, lot to unpack. Uh, but uh, just wanted to thank you uh, for for joining uh, once again. Uh, we got a new intro there. Yeah, it sounds very professional. I have to do this now. Yeah. My well, name... basically, when your name's in it, you're you're stuck now. Uh, <laughs> I tattooed part, it. I branded yeah. it. Yeah. Right on the side. Yeah. No, There's your co-host it's, uh, right there. It's an outstanding uh, season two intro. Love it. Yeah. Uh, love having you along uh, once again uh, on this blue-collar fan-centric Chicago White Sox podcast. And and I really think uh, when talking about especially this Keiko move and a few of the other moves that we're going to unpack here, it is coming from that fan perspective of what this feels like mm-hmm. as a Sox fan, especially you and I who have lived through uh, an era where Sox have traditionally not dealt with certain agents, have not right. pulled the plug on certain, uh, given pitchers especially, certain contracts uh, at, that are at a certain age. Right. Uh, this, you know, this is kind of a new era. It feels different. It, it does feel different. And it didn't uh, feel different up until about five minutes ago. Right. Because we were going to be... <laughs> You were gonna come in here and yeah. and, uh, and talk about uh, Detweiler and <laughs> and, uh, and right. the gloom and doom, right? And then right. you've gone down the rabbit hole of right. of uh, Sox Twitter Nation of, right. of the negativity, and yeah, and we got positive things to yeah. talk about. All right, so let's let's get let, let's talk a little bit about uh, where where we've come from since the last time we recorded, mm-hmm. and then obviously now uh, breaking news here with uh, this Dallas Keuchel. And, uh, and then kind of what's left, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, for the Sox. Uh, what's still out there, potentially. Um, 
So last time we talked, uh, you know, folks like Bumgarner thrown off. Uh, right. he, he's with the Diamondbacks. Uh, uh, Miley to the Reds. Um, the Sox made a move a few days after the last episode where they traded away prospect Steel Walker uh, to the Rangers for Nomar uh, Mazzara. I think Steel Walker had to pitch for the Texas Rangers with the last name. Right? Well, yeah. Walker to the Rangers. I mean, it just makes sense. They might not even have known anything about Steel Walker. They just said, you got a guy named Walker in your system. Walker, Texas Ranger? Get over here. We will just take him. I don't want to know anything else. Uh, Yeah. And your Uh, first name's Steel? That's even better. Yeah. Why not? I I mean, I had no emotion that that the Sox were losing Steel Walker. You're born with that name, you have to go. Right. So he belongs with the Rangers. (laughs) Destiny. I also didn't have a lot of emotion with, you know, the acquisition of Nomar uh, Mazzara, only to the fact that uh, during the summer when the Sox were uh, in in Texas for a series, and my man, Ronaldo Lopez, is on the mound, (laughs) he threw a a get-me-over fastball to Mazzara, and Mazzara hit it probably 500 feet in like the triple deck in right field at, at Arlington. Right. And I just said to myself, who is this guy? Yeah. I mean, he crushed it. Then again, it was Lopez with a get me over fastball because nothing else. Did he have one of his uh, typical six run innings? Yeah. Like, cruising along for yeah. two. And Sox then... <laughs> scored uh, probably four or five yeah. in the top of the first, mm-hmm. gave it all right back yeah. in the bottom of the first that from Lopez. Right. So, uh, that's what I remembered from this guy. He just looks you know, he looked athletic, I, and, and yeah. I was like, all right, well, that's good to know. File that away. I don't really, I didn't follow his season, but, yeah. you know, it, it was okay. He got a left-handed bat that he's young in his mid-20s, and he could he could platoon in the, the outfield. The, um, I guess the alarming part about the Mazzara thing is, you know, they, they say, well, he's left-handed power here. Well, he had 19 home runs in a, in a ballpark that's a bandbox. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So. Okay, so you might look at a guy like that with a high ceiling, mm-hmm. um, but where's the floor at, and and is right. he is the floor even lower? I don't know. I, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. If if you you're gonna tell me that we're gonna we're gonna take a chance on this guy, mm-hmm. maybe change the scenery type of thing works yes. for people. Yeah. yeah. And and you're um, you're really you're high on this guy because. Uh, a couple people that I know have told me that they they've been high on this guy for a long time. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's he's been a, a, a coveted uh, player by Han for for the last I'd say year. That's or what so. it sounded like. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm fine with that. I think the only thing that bothers me about it, Nick, and, and I'm fine with the with the guy, but it seemed to me like that was they were hell bent on getting a, a left handed bat no matter right. what. They're forcing it. In, in it, my yeah. opinion, and I don't know if we talked about this on the last podcast or not, is what's the difference if he's right-handed or left-handed? If you have player A that's a better player than player B, what the hell is the difference that he's left or right-handed? Mm-hmm. I, I, to me, it's like it's like when you're going in the draft for, you know, you're drafting in the NFL or the NBA or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever you're talking about. Are you taking best player available mm-hmm. or are you taking, oh, I got to have a, I got to have a free safety. So I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to draft a free safety. You, you draft the best player available. So that was well, my my thing. I don't find they got him. It's not. Yeah. I'm not really gonna go off the rails about it. Yeah, it, that kind of drove me nuts. And I get it. You want to have a balanced lineup, but to me, I, I'd rather have a, a bunch of great hitters. And I don't care if they're right handed or left handed. Now I might just be a some boob talking here that doesn't know anything about the game. But 
Yeah, no, I get I get what you're saying. I think with the with stuff that we don't really focus on a lot on this podcast, with you know analytical, you know sabermetric stuff, zips right. and war, and you know all this <laughs> stuff. Zips, yeah, zips are it, it, it is. Okay. Yeah, I, I I don't you know I pay attention to it, but not enough to really yeah. drive an episode or even a a, a show. Uh, they. And by they, I mean the front office mm-hmm. made it clear that they were looking for a left-handed bat because yeah. of the balance, because that's how lineups are structured, yeah. and then the pitching matches, would, and that's nothing new. Right. Uh, I'm with you on the looking for talent, but then that would negate my argument for the, the Anthony Rendon thing. I was fine with them not going after Rendon, because mm-hmm. we've got a third baseman, yeah. and, but that would have been going after better talent, yeah. Yeah. Uh, proven talent. My issue was, well, we need a couple lefty arms. Yeah. Again, going with balance, we had Cease, Lopez, Giolito, Kopech whenever he's ready as your as your viable arms. Yeah. I don't see any lefties. You, you got to figure Radon might be back, but I still don't even think about Carlos Radon as a lefty. So that's why this Geo thing, you know. First, the Geo thing, now the Keiko yeah. thing. To have some lefty, proven veteran arms mm-hmm. really gives you some balance I, in your rotation. Right. I'm, I'm all for balance in the rotation. I, I just Ro- okay, know. I see the hitter. It, 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 you know, you've got Moncada who's left-handed. You've got Grandal that's left-handed. Am I missing anybody else? It's, I don't think. I, maybe that's it. So I, I guess, okay, fine. You want to get left-handed bats. <laughs> but, but, again. If Why you, force it so much the way? I, I guess the way I looked at it is if you are, are looking at a guy like Cassianos or a guy like Mazaria, uh, I'd rather have Cassianos because he's a better player. And I can figure out balance in my lineup later. Yeah. I, maybe I'm, maybe, again, yeah. I, I'm. Well, the Cassianos thing is interesting and because he came out, and I was reading something a few days ago where he was talking about wanting to go to a, a winner. Like a contending team, and he he named a few teams. The the Cubs were in there, mm-hmm. and maybe the Giants, which I think is kind of bizarre. Sox weren't one of the teams. Did he mention like winning culture, though. Yeah, winning culture, okay. yes, so, winning culture. So that made me start thinking about like, what what am I what are what's going on with the Sox? You got Yasmani Grandal, and look, when people throw you money, you'll say just about anything to back up your decision. But Yasmani Grandal saying, I, I love the organization, yeah. what they're saying, what they pitched to me. Where the direction where they're going, and then you've got Castellanos, and he might be just trying to, you know, force his hand to where he wants to go. Yeah. But uh, I didn't quite understand, you know, that play by him, or if that's Boris saying like these are the teams you should probably be publicly talking about. I, I don't know. Uh, every I th- right now, I think with with uh, with that situation is a little bit of smoke and mirrors type of thing, and maybe you know maybe the Sox just haven't. Talk to them. They, they mm-hmm. maybe they did early on, and they, they kicked the tires around, yeah. and they and they had a number in their head that they yeah. were willing to pay him, yeah. and it wasn't what he was looking for. So yeah. they kind of just decided, mm-hmm. okay, we're gonna we're not gonna do what we did last year. Not that not that this is the same type mm-hmm. of player as Machado, yeah. but we're not gonna put all our eggs in this basket and keep pursuing and keep pursuing. It's like, okay, we've talked to you. We know where you're at on that. Call us if you get yeah. if you want to get serious. Right. But we're going to do other things. We're not. Which gonna, you have to. We're, we're yeah. not going to just get caught yeah. watching the paint dry here. Yeah, so, a good point, and I, I I like that reference, and I think that's you have to learn from history, and that was the biggest issue last year. They they stayed in on these guys in yeah. on their terms, Harper and Machado, mm-hmm. while they let all these other guys that could have helped out them in twenty nineteen. You know, you just pass them by. Yeah. 
And when they turned around in February, it was like, oh, wait a second. Well, now we got to gobble up Irvin Santana and, and Nova yeah. to help us out. And, and that's just, I'm sorry, that, that's not a, a quality uh, offseason. So yeah. uh, it, it's obviously very different this year, not yeah. only for the speed of which free agents are being signed. That's, right. that's been happening. Almost the Sox kicked it off with the Grandal situation. Disappointing that the Sox didn't do anything real during winter meetings. You know, Hans said, hey, the season isn't starting until, you know, March 26th, spring training, and not until the middle of February. Mm -hmm. Let this play its course. Of course, me, reactionary, like, that wasn't enough for me. I I really wanted to see some action. But the Sox were continued to be married to guys like Heichel and Ryu Mm -hmm. and and Castellanos. And, you know, it sounded from Boris's comments that, the Sox are aggressive. I'm having yeah. a lot of conversations with Sox brass. Uh, you know, they're, they've got a young core, and they want to build on the score, and the time is now. So I'm also hearing that and digesting that, as everybody else is that are listening to this podcast. And you're like, okay, well, wait a second. Well, maybe they are. It's just the deals aren't right. Help me out. And maybe yeah. I don't know. Sure. It, it, maybe it's documented, and I'm not sure. Has Boris ever come out and say, "Well, the Sox are terrible. They're they're terrible to negotiate. I will never talk to these." Guys. I, I've never. I've and never, I don't know why. No. Why would he do that publicly? So they haven't publicly say good things about the White Sox. I don't know if that changes my opinion about anything either. Either. So, well, show I me the results. Is he, what I care about. He, and now we know, have. Two. He's a straw man. He stirs yeah. it. He oh stir, yeah. He stirs and people listen, and yeah. he is the Pied Piper. Oh, and yeah. so. I don't know if it's been ever public. I don't know if Reinsdorf is necessarily, you know, what he said, but it sure has seemed over the years that they don't mix. Right. Now, Rodon, oh, yeah. the, Carlos Rodon's a Boris guy, but, you know, we drafted Carlos right. Rodon. And I, to my knowledge, I don't think we've restructured any deals with him I or, or signed him to any exchange. <laughs> At this point, I wouldn't. Um, so that... That started, the Boris situation started earlier this week, a few days ago, with the Gio Gonzalez, Mm -hmm. okay? Uh, A Boris client. Now, the Gio thing was much more, much more appealing than hearing about the Ross Detweiler, uh, (laughs) you know, pitching situation. Do we have to talk about that? I want to talk about it for this reason. And, And I know... I know social media, you know, Sox, there's some really great stuff that's happening on social media, and it's been really fun to connect and, and rub shoulders, so to speak, with yeah. other fans, with their perspective, and mm-hmm. reach out and connect. But there is a lot of negativity. There's a lot of toxic, and, you know, I can fuel it, too, mm-hmm. uh, with, with our good guys talk back uh, a handle. But my issue was... They didn't make a single move pitching-wise during the winter meetings all this whole offseason, which is what we were told, Yeah, one or two starting pitching arms, mm-hmm. okay? Didn't hear anything. So the first news that breaks, that gets announced by the White Sox, pitching-wise, <laughs> is that the Sox agreed to a ter- terms with Ross Detweiler. <laughs> it's the optics. If yeah. Ross Detweiler was signed uh, three days from now... Oh, that, I, nothing, right, nobody would right have... after it, these last two It, it is signings. the optics. It's so, like, that can't be your first... That, 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 that's what troubled me. Is, what I want to tell the White Sox... <laughs> just their call down. <laughs> just, I get it. And there's yeah. there are plenty of reasons to, to doubt the front office and be upset Mm-hmm. Uh, with them and not believe what you hear from them, but until don't complain about the meal until it's on the plate and at the table, right? Right. Yeah. Until you take a bite, 
you know, you're you're, you're, you're yelling, your right? You're yelling. It's like you're yelling at your mom. She's she's stirring the stew, and she's I don't like that. That's terrible. <laughs> you haven't even tried right, it yet. Right, right. It's right. even done. I haven't put all the ingredients well, in yet. I, I will, if you had the stew before, uh, like we have sit through these. Which I don't know why I brought up stew. Well, I it's winter. Stew. It's a good, it's a hearty. Stew. It's a, it's comfort food. <laughs> when, when you've been through off seasons, you get the sense of. I've seen this before. Yeah. I know how this goes, and I don't like the smell of it. I don't right. like the look of it. And that's where you start yeah. getting reaction. And, and, and then that's why I say I don't, I don't blame people for it. Sure. But it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a dark place to, to go to. You sometime. can go down some rabbit holes and, and get and really... And I found yeah. myself, you know, as everybody does, scrolling through, uh, through yeah. social media, yeah. and you're reading. Yeah. And, and some very yeah. funny stuff on there, but mm-hmm. some of it's like, right. geez, come on, guys. Yeah. Let's... Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'll just right. take a break here. Right, yeah, absolutely. You you have to you have to limit yourself. But there's some awesome content out there. And, oh, you know, sure. And look at how we're getting this news. Mm-hmm. We're getting the news. Exactly. You know the the Keuchel, the Keuchel numbers pretty much through social media. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know that that's all the the Detweiler thing was is just like really this is the yeah. first news that we've got to yeah. hear. Uh, when you t- came out and said that pitching was going to be a priority, yeah. uh, and I know Detweiler was, is really just going to be a Charlotte arm. Yeah, he's he's going to be a guy just to fill out the Charlotte rotation. Yeah. But it was the principle of it of uh, it just didn't sit <laughs> the first well. present you open on Christmas Day is socks. Right, and, and, I know, and you don't know that there's a, a new car sitting outside. When I was told there was going to be better <laughs> gifts, uh, exactly, exactly. So we're we're done. You know. Big game, Ross. Yeah. I don't want to hear about him. I, don't, I really don't want to talk too much <laughs> that, about him. You know game? what? Big game, Ross. I when I was in Oakland this past summer, seeing our socks in Oakland, he pitched maybe an inning and a third, and just mm-hmm. got. I mean, you know, he gave up seven or eight yeah. runs. It was just. I've seen enough with him and Covey, so that's why this Geo thing was so appetizing. Because yeah. you think about you know Geo, thirty four years old. Okay. But pedigree, veteran, multiple all-star, lefty. He's been on some competitive teams yep. recently. Yep. And a guy that's now been through the Sox situation three three times. Yeah. I mean, we drafted the guy. We obviously like the guy. And he's been dealt for Nick Swisher. Ooh. He's been dealt... Uh, to the to the Phillies for you know he he was in the Jim Tomey deal right ah uh, Rowan was or, in the Rowan was in the deal um I you know uh, he was I can't a, remember now but I know it, it was yeah. it was a Phillies deal but I'm with you I'm I'm fine with the with the Geo and, and when you look at the numbers I mean the Geo thing was you know a year five million maybe with yeah. incentives that's about what we were giving Irvin Santana last yeah. year and how long did he last. And I think I look at Gio as a far better option mm-hmm. than Irvin Santana going into this season. You've got a, a, a pedigree of, of a of a winning pitcher yeah. on the mound that you trust. Yeah. Uh, on every fifth. Day. I think one year and, is a perfect. And he's, and he's back with his battery mate too. So that's right. that's a. That, yeah, you know, that's yeah, good. I, absolutely. I mean, uh, positive things. So, and of course, as we mentioned, a Boris client that happened mm-hmm. a few days ago, and I said, "Oh, okay, I can get on board of it." But that wasn't the thing that was going to really satisfy me, or should satisfy any Sox fan. No. But I look at it as like, okay, that could be a four. Yeah, you know, that could maybe be a five, depending on what happens with Lopez. Insurance for the Kopech situation to ease him into the yeah. season, but I'm still waiting for the hammer. Uh, for what's left, yeah. obviously the big names like Cole, uh, Strasburg, uh, Bumgarner, all those guys are, have been off the table. 
Um, so that, that's where the, now this hammer is in, is in Keuchel. And I know people are, some are lukewarm to the Keuchel thing. Yeah. Uh, some people don't think he's the second coming. Not that he is. He's not. But in the situation that the Sox have with what's left, you got a lefty, you've got a veteran, former Cy Young, gold gloves, been on World Series teams. I can walk you through how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. We are going down the stretch of September in the hunt for the division. This is what you're, you're pace yourself, guys. Yeah, pace yourself. And not only with players in the locker room, but that pitching staff. He's not going to be the ace of the staff, but he sure is going to be looked at the guy, you know, for advice. I, I don't think any, outside of, like I said, Cole Strasburg, you were not getting an ace of your staff. It, those kind of guys don't. Wheeler, me. maybe. I, I maybe Wheeler. I, I don't know. Even though I think maybe. he got hyped up a little too much. Maybe. Yeah, so everybody else was like the the, the next best type type yeah. of guys, and you know what? I'm telling you, the ace of our staff is already on our on the team. He's already yeah. here. Yeah. So we didn't need an ace, you know. Yeah. And it, you know, you a need lot depth. of people say we need we need another year G leader to, to really proclaim that. But he showed me enough last year to tell, and it was sustained long enough to tell me that his future is bright and cease mm-hmm. his upside. I still think is. Is way high as far as what he can do, as long as he's you know not trying to strike everybody out in pitches to contact and doesn't go throw a hundred pitches. He's just gonna be just fine. He's gonna be just fine. I'm I'm just you're filling in the rotation with quality pitchers. Yeah. They're gonna eat up innings. You're not yeah. gonna be getting in that bullpen. Yeah. Like you were last year at the beginning taxed. of the year. Just yeah. You're just yeah. wearing guys out. Yeah. A- absolutely. Um, and and I think uh, you know. To have G- Giolito go from one of the worst pitchers and then become an all-star, mm-hmm. one of the best pitchers, Cease had to go through what he just went through sure. in 2019 to get to 2020 mm-hmm. and beyond. You have to pay your dues as a pitcher. You're yeah. learning the you're learning the not only the American League hitters, but how to pace yourself, how to, how to work a hitter. Grandal's going to help him immensely, as McCann helped, mm-hmm. I think, and McCann will continue to help. So the, the Keiko thing is like, okay, he's not going to be our number one. He might not even be a number two. But to see the Sox be that aggressive, I mean, it's, we're, we're, it's being reported by, you know, a few folks that are in the know. Three years, maybe 55, 56 million. That, could be four years, 74 million. Three years is a great number. Yeah. It helps bridge us to when, you know, you got our studs uh, totally in the groove. Uh, Kopech and Cease. I, I love it. I, I yeah. think this is a solid, uh, it, it's aggressive to stay in on a Boris client and, and to not, and, and guess what? To not let the twins get a hold of yeah. this guy because the twins were in on this guy. Yeah. And, and we, that's a statement to them. Yeah. We're, we're ready. Look out. A call to arms, buddy. Did, uh, do we need to start alerting the American I would start alerting, well, that, okay, that, Alert the central because the Tigers. I'm sorry, the Royals. I'm sorry. You're. You're. We know where you're at. We were there a couple of years yeah. ago. You're mm-hmm. going to try to be competitive, but you're not playing for this year or even next year. The the, the Cleveland's just trying to get rid of money left and right, yeah, left and right. Mm-hmm. So it comes down to Minnesota and it comes down to the Sox. Yeah. That's why some of these moves in this offseason is so pitiful because we could steal this division. So it'd be interesting to see if Ryu goes to the Twins now. So well, that's that. Okay, so that that's he's the big he's the other big arm yeah. that's out there right now. Mm-hmm. The twins were connected to him. Going before this Keiko movie, were you on Ryu or Keiko? I mean, did you, did you have a gut uh, feeling? I, I knew more about Keiko. Yeah, 
So just being as an American League pitcher and right, seeing him right, more, right, right, and you knew about the accolades and the, the World Series yeah. and the the Gold Glove and yeah. all everything that the Cy Young, everything that goes along with it. You, yeah. What I when I think of Ryu and just looking at the numbers, I, I just think you know solid arm, and, right. and if we got him, I would have been fine with it. But Keuchel is a sexier name if you're yeah. if you're looking for a little more yeah. of a splash. Yeah. Again, not that he's going to be the best thing since sliced bread, but I like this move for. A lot of we talked about optics before. Mm-hmm. This to me is an right. optics move yeah. that your fan base can get and should get Absolutely. excited about. Absolutely, your your fan base can get excited about this guy heading into the holidays, heading into Sox mm-hmm. Fest, you know where they're peddling. You know, you know, single game tickets go on sale January fifteenth. Sox Fest a couple weeks after that. Uh, you know, you just re- uh, released the promotional schedule, uh, which we'll talk about in a little bit. You're trying to get people excited. And up into the Keuchel thing, if I'm a passive Sox fan, I'm saying, well, maybe well, you didn't really push me into getting one of your flashy, like, 10-game packages. Or you're not pushing me to do anything more than I normal, normally do, which is yeah. two to three games a summer. And then I'll watch or, you know, whatever. You didn't really do anything. Now I think you did something yeah. to get people a, a little bit more interested in whoa this team's going they're going at this, it this is this is the time when the when the marketing department and the sales department puts together some cool flashy like uh something on twitter some type of video montage yeah get people psyched up yeah. for the season yeah you, you interest fans again and yeah. buying tickets yeah I, I think this is perfect know. timing oh perfect yeah. timing oh, yeah do does reinsdorf make keichel shave <laughs> do you want to i mean i mean isn't that like a reinsdorf thing he made he, he's, he's made people clean up a little bit, I think. Um, uh, Manny Ramirez, I remember, had to cut some of his dreadlocks when he was with us for a week oh and a half or just, whenever. That, just, uh, I went to, <laughs> just went down that. I, I did see that pop up when it was 99 days till opening day oh, or something man. like that, or spring, or spring yeah, training. Yeah. And, and they showed it. White Sox legend Manny Ramirez. Manny Ramirez yeah. During the halfway to St. Patrick's Day green jersey. Oh, and yeah. Hat. yeah. Oh, yeah. Lord in heaven. Yeah. Anyway, I lost my train of thought now. Does he shave? Does he oh, shave? Does I he have know, to shave? I didn't know that was a thing. I thought there was a bit of a thing with Reinsdorf and uh, his. Not as much at all like the Yankees, yeah. where they you know they have to be. Yeah, you know, maybe it's like a like a trimmed up, uh, nice looking, like a beard like yours. Oh, like, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Nice maybe well, maybe nice I can send some photos over. <laughs> just suggestions. Burley always had the. He had some scruff. Going on. Yeah, Paulie always had a Paulie. Yeah, yeah, so I yeah. think yeah, whatever. He yeah. might uh, might ask. <laughs> I could care less, man. Rock the beard. <laughs> you know, just reminded me of the the Simpsons uh, softball episode. But oh, sure, with Burns. Yeah, yeah. Shave yeah. Get those those bags with the Manningly. Manningly. I mean, like, I think what Keiko might want to do, and this is just from, you know, is Captain Lou Albano that beard with the rubber bands just to kind of get that thing just a little bit more I out just of the want way. To bring in wrestling. Well, of course, I'm always trying to, I'm right. always trying to work that angle. Um, all right, so. Uh, what's left? Uh, it's really a lot of rumors, and before this Keiko thing, the biggest rumor, uh, and I want to get your take on this, was was dealing with the Red Sox for for another lefty and David Price. It was going to be a trade situation, yeah. of course, helping the Red Sox unload a ton of money, which they are trying to unload millions, uh, and we were going to get Price and maybe um, Andrew uh, Benatendi yeah. uh, for Vaughn. Uh, and Madrigal. Uh, that was the well, that was what Peter Gammons was talking yeah, about. Yeah, I just don't. I don't. That doesn't make me feel good. I didn't like it. You know, I wasn't feeling good about uh, it. And I, 
probably stupidly as a fan, you think, oh, I want to, uh, these guys coming up, uh, you hear about them, and then you never, they're all prospects are, are suspect until they're, they're proving guys. So you're trading, you know, the prospect for the, for the known, right? So I guess well, you could talk me into going, all right, but, you know, now we don't need, I, I guess that's really silly to say you don't need a, a David Price type of pitcher, but you, you've got your pitching kind of figured out from what you've just done. Maybe you want to continue to add, which is which would be great. I don't think you deal with after I, after this situation. I don't, I don't know that you want to. I mean, you, you've kind of even going into the deal. I, yeah. Even even before this Keuchel situation, even before Geo, I was yeah. like, he's been hurt. Price hasn't pitched two hundred innings in a few years now. Uh, yeah, he, you know he's thirty four. He's got a lot of playoff experience, yeah. a lot of veteran, you know, leadership. But to know that we're going to have to give away, uh, apparently, our future second baseman and a guy that can hit the daylights out of the ball yeah, that could I be our like future that. first baseman or a DH. I, if you're going to trade, I think you need to get a little bit something more appetizing than Ben Attendee or, or in Price. I, I guess the the. You know, Mookie Betts, maybe what, if I mean, yeah. but I don't know if that you, was going to happen. Good. Well, what it makes you, what it does for me, I don't think it's going to happen. Not that I know anything, but I don't think it's going <laughs> to happen. Uh, but it makes you feel good about your prospects. Absolutely, right? so that, the, that's if, great. If the Boston Red Sox are interested, it makes me feel pretty good about the guys I have, and I'd yeah. be like, okay, thanks for shopping. Yeah. Uh, we'll, yeah. We'll talk later. Yeah. It could have been just like just some dressing and and just getting. You know, other teams, and oh wow, the Red Sox are interested in those guys. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something up with those yeah. guys. This day and age, though, man, with all the video that people have on prospects and the scouts and yeah. beyond scouting and the numbers, I, I, I'm feeling much better with, with projections than yeah. I was five, ten years ago. I mean, and, and what I've seen now from Mankata and Aloy. I feel pretty good. Well, okay, you, yeah. you were you were right on those it, guys. And the, the the other thing is too, you, you get if you did make that trade, um, you know it, the most important thing is what's happening in Chicago. But it weakens your minor leagues, which I don't like because our minor league system is improved, mm-hmm. but it's very top heavy. It's not very deep. So right. you take away the what two of your best yeah. off the top, yeah. and you just yeah. you don't. What do you have left? So yeah, a lot of injured, a lot of Tommy John ridden. Uh, yeah, pitchers yeah, yeah. Again, maybe that's a, a very short sighted way to look at things, but it's a problem we haven't had as Sox fans or the yeah. organization in a long I, if, time. If this was the White Sox three years ago, I'd say yeah, you probably want to maybe maybe you do that deal or. You're, you're close, or I don't know, maybe... We, I don't you know, know you and I, Pat, years ago, man, years ago, we used to talk that way. We just said, what do you need prospects yeah. for? Look at the Yankees. Yeah. The, the pro, their prospects are everyone else's talent. Yeah. Let's just trade and gobble up talent. That doesn't and work anymore. It, it doesn't, and what we have seen with this rebuild, you know, in 2016 and 2017, and uh, everybody has become much more knowledgeable about the farm system and how things work and the drafts and... And I, to see the video on guys like Madrigal and Vaughn and, and mm-hmm. to see the video on, on, on Robber, and you're like, I just want to see what they can yeah. do at, at the White Sox level. Let's yeah. like wait on those guys. Yeah. Wait on those guys. I, I, think the, I, I think the time is now. The, the, the time is, the divi- like we talked about, the division is here for the taking. You can bring up, Madrigal's coming up, in my, my humble opinion, is coming up this year at some point. Robert is coming yeah. up at some oh, point yeah. this year. Yeah. And Vaughn could... Depending on his path, and I'm sure what you don't have to rush him along because you have um, 
you have guys that can DH and play first sure. base currently oh, yeah. on the roster. You don't need to rush. No, you not don't him. need to rush him no. up. But uh, and I'm sure the Sox will do what they normally do and have to have X amount of at bats at this level and X amount of bats at this level and slowly yeah. bring yeah. him along, which yeah. is I'm totally on board for, with. But I would love to see his progression and can you continue to get even better because mm-hmm. if he does, then he becomes even more of a of a trade of possibility. Yeah. yeah. So either you, you look at it and go, okay, well, we we probably we kind of got maybe a log jam here. We got a guy that we can flip and turn into mm-hmm. something else. Right. So right, right, right. I'd say yeah. let yeah. him let him uh, percolate yeah. in the minors, continue to move up and up mm-hmm. and up. Maybe you get him on the team, maybe you flip him for something else. Yeah. But I I especially mid season. Right. I don't think his value is high enough yet to move a guy like him. Yeah. He, I mean, he was just out of. He's a year, not even a year removed from college. Right, right. You know, he can mash, but you know, yeah. let's let's let him mash a little bit more and, yeah. and increase his value. Yeah, I, I just something just didn't feel right. Um, yeah, price is a name, but between price and Keuchel, yeah, uh, I'd rather spend money uh, on a guy like Keuchel than try to help the Red Sox. Yeah, what do we not need to help them out? No, I, we already I, did that. We gave they them built that. They made series. that bed, and they're going to have to sleep in it. I, I know there's going to be teams that will maybe entertain a bets uh, and take mm-hmm. some money off of their plate for if, if they can work it out. I know the Dodgers are rumored in that, but I uh, I am so glad this Keuchel thing went down. So I think we can maybe bypass that that Red Sox I situation. Think so. I think um, so. Uh, this past week, I think even last week, maybe, um, the White Sox, uh, announced their early, uh, promotional schedule for 2020, as they tend to do. They'll drop the early promotional schedule and then, uh, probably something a little bit more, maybe, uh, in spring training, mm-hmm. getting folks excited. Anything that you noticed from this promotional schedule that kind of caught your eye? Any excitement there? Um, do you get into the promos? So, th- there's a couple things in the past that I've looked for, and I and I, I I haven't perused it in depth this year. But I used to like to take my daughter to uh, American Girl Doll Day. Yeah, oh yeah. So yeah. as a father, yeah. you, you know they, they mm-hmm. get the little out of the white socks. Sure. Yeah. So that was always yeah. a, a day that I would look for. Always got to look for the the, the bobbleheads for sure. the Marvel days. Yeah. For me, as you know, not so much for you, but Star yeah. Wars. So if I was going to bring Wars that up. Night, there is. Uh, yeah. Then, then I, that will be yeah. something I'll, I would By like the way, to I, I thought you'd be at, you know, watching the new Star Wars movie. I went Thursday night. Okay, day. good. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> when you, when we proposed this date uh, to record, I was like, eh, well, maybe that's not going to work. Is you going to be going? All right, I We're done. As we're true definitely. fans do, they mm-hmm. go, they go the, the, the evening of. You're a huge Star Wars fan. Uh, I am not the not the dress up to go to the theater, not the Comic Con. I don't think you need to dress um, up to be regarded as a huge. You're just very you're a knowledgeable Star Wars. Fan yeah, but here. there's there's like a different level. I'm not sure. The, yeah. I'm not at the level of reading all the the comics and yeah. the books and which no, take you down a whole yeah, different. There's, yeah, there's there's a lot of things that it, you, you, mm-hmm. that a lot of people yeah that invest a lot of time right. <laughs> to try and figure out. Uh, so, but enough maybe to be interested in this uh, Giolito, I think, is Skywalker bobblehead. Yes, so yes. That, that's one yeah. of the bobbleheads, yeah. uh, Giolito. It's amazing the bobblehead phenomenon, what the bobblehead will do to yeah. a, a it's night. Still, it's, it's still crazy. very, it's very, and the, the likeness, the ability to 
uh, get their image so close mm-hmm. than the years ago when they were releasing, like, I think the first bobblehead day we went to, uh, I think Maglio. I think I got a mm-hmm. Maglio bobblehead. And it was like, it resembled. Yeah. But these bobbleheads are coming out with, I mean, look at the uh, Tim Anderson <laughs> bad flip. They had the, the same mold the same, of a bobblehead yeah, I've got in a, Detroit. Uh, yeah. It was just a different. <laughs> it was the hand resting on top of the bat, and it was just, we changed yeah. some of the, the face feature, yeah. the, fi- the facial features. These bobbleheads, uh, you know, the Tim Anderson bat flip one, which, you know, it, it's amazing that a bobblehead is being created for just a, a moment in time right, that right. really shaped his season and gave him national notoriety. Which, it's not really a bat flip, though. It's more of a bat... Launch. Launch. It's a launch. Yeah, it's, it's a not launch. a flip. Right. Which... Yeah. Well, I mean, we had a whole pot... I mean, I, anyway, I don't need to go... We don't yeah, about but that. The Mankata one is... I like yeah. the Mankata bobblehead. I was calling for that last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was his time to get, you know... To get a bobblehead. Well, I know you're. I know you're. You're first of all. I know you're a bobblehead. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get in line. And I know you. there's got to be Elvis night, and I know that's always there's yeah. Elvis there's night. an Elvis okay. night. So uh, that's that's happening this year. Yeah. That's always uh, Hawaiian shirt night. There's a Hawaiian shirt night. So I didn't even look at these, Nick. Yeah. I'm just uh, well. They're back becoming the these, but goodies. They're becoming staples. Yeah. So there's the halfway to St. Patrick. Um, uh, there's also they're they're doing a replica scoreboard, a mini scoreboard from 1960. Oh, like that's They cool. had that giant mm-hmm. scoreboard uh, with either like uh, the gas station golf yeah. or, or 76, and that uh, eh, could be a cool. You know like, what? I don't I don't know if it made it on for this one. You could tell me, but did uh, will there be a uh, another hawk night for? Well, there has to be. And there there so there has when, to be now when uh, Big Frank made the Hall of Fame, you got the replica, which I which I have. Yeah, replica yeah, I, bust. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they'll have something. They did it for Harold. Yeah. They did a Harold yeah. plaque, uh, which I was you know it was in line for that, and I, they've got to do something for Hawk now, and, and good for Hawk, Hawk his family, mm-hmm. and uh, but you know I hope he comes back into the booth for a couple games uh, around his Hall of Fame in, in August. Uh, just it's awesome. I mean, yeah. you and I grew up with Pachoric and Hawk, yeah. and uh, to see him, you go through his career, the, the kind of the down with just the personality. You know what was it would have been interesting for him in his career if and I and I really like Stone and Benetti. So this is this. Yeah. I, I really like the broadcast yeah. and what they bring. If Benetti had come along six seven years ago, and Hawk could have went back to. To color and not play by play. Yeah, where he yeah. didn't have to carry the right, mail, right, right, and he could just come in with the anecdotes mm-hmm. and, and and the the, the funny commentary yeah. and the whatever, and let somebody else. And, and that could have been like you know, Hawk could have taken an inning off and mm-hmm. you know gone to the camp. Well, he did. He took know? an inning off. He just stayed in the booth for it. I think, unfortunately, <laughs> no. Yeah, so, good, good point. So that yeah. would have been that would have been interesting to see Hawk yeah. and not. He's not having, but I don't think he he personally could have probably done that. He, you know, I don't know if he would have even meshed with uh, Benetti. Just maybe his style. Not. I just I think Stone and Benetti uh, just have a good. They just yeah. They, well, they know the roles. It's yeah. It, it, this yeah. is where I'm True. at. I'm not going to be. True. I'm not the play by play and color, and you're also kind of yeah. you're also the color. Now Stone too. is uh, Stone's a, a quiet free agent. They haven't locked him up. I, yes, I know that. They haven't, and I that you got to take care of that. Uh, you got to take care of him. I, yeah. I need him around. I, I really enjoy his. Uh, he's like almost come out of his shell since he has. Days. Absolutely, yeah. he's 
funnier. Absolutely. He's, he's, he doesn't take himself too seriously. Right, 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 right. Um, you know, and he adds a lot to the game. He's, yeah, he's so super much. smart. And yeah. He's a great follow. I think we've mentioned mm-hmm. it before. He's a great follow on yeah. Twitter, and he's kind of... Uh, I like how he goes back at our angry uh, Sox fans. He does. Player. He gives it right back. Yeah. Uh, if it, you've paid attention, yeah. usually it's, it's yeah. the first line. If you've paid yeah. attention to what I said. Well, his big <laughs> cryptic kind of tweets uh, over the last yeah. few weeks have, you know, nothing's over. Uh, it's we're, we're far away from spring training. Mm-hmm. More things are going to happen. And he's got that. He's able to kind of... Uh, uh, predict and not only on the field during a game, but sometimes in the off season, yeah. uh, what, what might happen. Uh, all right, I got one more, uh, one more segment with you, and then we're gonna we're gonna wrap this thing up. Um, Christmas uh, holidays mm-hmm. right around the corner yes. here. Um, you know, last uh, last year uh, we talked about regrettable jerseys, and I wanted <laughs> to bring that back again. And, and and now you know you might be trying to quickly get a Dallas Keuchel jersey you under the be. tree. Um, any jersey in the past? I don't know if you even own. Do you own? You might, you might own Thomas I Frank I, Thomas I, jersey. I have a I have a Frank Thomas jersey. I'm not sure the fit these days. <laughs> uh, I do have I do have a personalized Hester jersey that, okay. I, that I used to yeah, wear. Yeah, I do. Remember I, that. I wore that uh, to a Cub Sox game at mm-hmm. Wrigley yeah. and got peanuts sure. thrown at me. Yeah, and, which is uh, and, and standard was uh, peanuts costed yeah. verbally for yeah. nine innings. Yeah. Um, I do have my throwback, uh, the red White Sox jersey, the '83 batting, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, batting practice jersey, yeah. which I love, which, which is has a no, solid name, no name, no yeah. number on it. And I do have a throwback '83 White, yeah. uh, Fisk jersey. Okay, so you got a Fisk. Um, uh, yeah. Where I mean, if you had to, if you had to order one, or if someone asked, "Hey, can I get you? A, can I get you a gift?" You know, what what, what player would you be? I would get Burley. Okay, so you go, yeah. you go. I go. Uh, Burles, how about on the current uh, team right now? The current team, uh, probably Eloy would be. Yeah. Would be. Yeah, it's mean, a safe bet. It's a safe. You, yeah. you, you would hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, rising star, that would be what I'd go with. If I, if I, if you were a, uh, if, and I know someone like this, it's just a strictly uh, Manny Ramirez fan, and you got a White Sox Manny Ramirez. Uh, jersey back yeah. in the day, that would yeah. be the regrettable. We're right. <laughs> I mean, we talk like Samarja, you know, I, and you still see some Samarja jerseys. Yeah. Uh, I thought Adam Dunn would have been, you know, he just, uh, even though the White Sox on their website put him in the top players of the decade. Oh, boy. They had him, they had him, decade. they had him above Pierzynski. Uh, which I, who's running there? Uh, Scott Merkin wrote the article, uh, and I, the, the, we, I don't know if we have time to go through the whole list. That might be that might be our next. Uh, but that those are the regrettable ones. Those are yeah. the reactionary. Yeah. You're you're feeling kind of excited, and you just do you have one? Do you, do you have one that you own? I don't have a regrettable. I've got a yeah. Canerico, which I he's yeah. my guy, so I don't mind that. But moving forward on the current I would think of an Abreu jersey would be uh, a timeless especially if you think he's going to yeah, have his I mean, career could, and, and be up in the rafters right. so to speak right right right, right. Uh, that's how I guess how I lean towards jerseys is this a guy that's going to be viewed even if they don't retire his number so to speak as he's a legendary he's right. a legendary Sox guy like I would get okay you talked about Keiko would you run rush to get that under your uh, under or put it under the tree or hope it's something on yeah. that I think it's like a guy like that that's going to be that's a veteran that we've signed for three years. Obviously, he's not going to be here for fifteen years. Right, right. And he's going to be known if, as an if Astro. If he's pitching Game Seven of a World Series and he wins that game, then I get then I get a yeah. Dallas Cycle jersey. Yeah, right. Because right. that's that's like part of history. Like right. 
I could see. Well, that's why that's where Tommy's at. Yeah, I mean, Tommy yeah, hit yeah. his 500th home yeah. run in a White Sox jersey and the blackout game. Right. I mean, he will never. I mean, he'll always be remembered yeah. for that home run, and that's why he he's he's viewed as like yeah. a, a White Sox legend like at Sox like Fest. A, a Freddie Garcia. I mean, I could sure. totally see, even, yeah. or, or even a John Garland, who yeah. outside of maybe two years never yeah. had. I mean, was Absolutely. not like the. The Absolutely. greatest things in sliced bread. So yeah. any of those starting pitches from from that year, mm-hmm. I would totally get. Contreras, right? yeah, even yeah. even El Duque. I yeah. mean, it was well. I mean, the game against Boston. Right. I mean, what he That's did. Worthy of legend. I mean, he has a place in Sox mm-hmm. history uh, for sure. Um, yeah, I'm not racing out for a Dallas Keuchel jersey. I could see a lot of Grandal though in Keuchel jerseys this season, right? For for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Well, uh, always a pleasure, uh, Pat Hester, to have you back uh, here on episode 45. Can you uh, believe it? This could you, be our last of 2019. It might be, unless yeah. there's other breaking news. Right, then and we'll then, rush together yes. and, and, uh, and then for you're, sure. you're getting your, your happy ass down to Shanahan, brother. <laughs> I would be more than happy to make that drive if they, uh, <laughs> if they pull another uh, a great move here. Uh, well, folks, thank you so much for joining us. Hopefully you're enjoying this news like we are. Uh, this White Sox team is ready. I, I think they're, 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 get, they're gearing themselves up uh, to run at this division. Mm-hmm. And when you get the division, anything can happen if you can line up your Just staff. Just get in the dance. Yeah. Uh, as always, you can find us on Twitter, at GoodGuysTV, or on our Facebook page, uh, like that Good Guys Talk Back page. Subscribe to this podcast everywhere uh, you find your podcasts. Uh, we do appreciate you joining us. Uh, for Pat Hester, I am Nick Morawski. Happy holidays uh, and go socks.